Use you count. You're the boss. No, it's ca- it just counted, and now we're recording. Oh well, wait. hey! <laughs> it was Hi all everyone. A silent count. Fine. Hi everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, Jr. Mom, joined over distance by Jr. Dad. They're technical. Hi. They're technical difficulties, not Ingo difficulties. Uh, no, no, those were full-on Ingo difficulties. The system oh. worked as intended. <laughs> system is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hi. Hi. Here, but I wish you were here with me. Uh, I wish I were there too because I'm in Maryland and you're in Florida, and Florida is nice. That's right. As, as far as you know, and as far as you know from the, where's my Ingo app? Yeah, I mean, you're in. You're definitely in Florida, according to the Where's My Ingo app. <laughs> I haven't found that on the Apple Store yet. Thank God. Well, I have. I have technical prowess. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> The cocktail of the week this week, sent in by a friend of the squad, is the Yellowhammer. It's a good name, right? Yeah. Yep. Wow. It has rum, vodka, amaretto, orange juice, pineapple juice, and maraschino cherries. Ooh. Delish. Those are all I'm, good things. I know. I'm going to make one for us when I get home. The Yellowhammer. Any insight on the name? That's good. Yes. Good, good name and a good cocktail. The Yellowhammer, December 5th is a pretty joyous day. Not only is it repeal day, a day set aside to celebrate the end of prohibition, but it's also SEC championship day, which is probably equally as important as ratifying the 21st Amendment. It is not. Alabama.com. To celebrate both of these holidays, we we decided to make one of Tuscaloosa's signature cocktails, the Yellowhammer, served at Galette's, a popular watering hole. Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Well, it's still a cool name. Yep. So and there you go. Like a great drink. Very. Yeah, that, that drink's gonna be delish. Mix of tiki and and other flavors. Sounds yep. good. Yep. I'm in. It's a date. Great. Oh, at some point we will be together again. Eesh. You know, <laughs> we're together <laughs> in spirit, in heart. <laughs> The, then that's kind of the only way for quite a while. Hearts are together. Oh. We did wave at each other at the airport on, what was that, Wednesday, Tuesday? You guys, it was so funny. Like, Ingo took the morning flight from D.C. to Key West, and I was going to get, I mean, did indeed get back on that plane. But, like, you were late enough getting in that I had to go through security before you could exit the airport. Right. So I stood in, like, the little uh, gift shop slash snack shop. And looked out onto the tarmac because in Key West, you just walk off the plane onto the tarmac and, and walk in. And the reason we couldn't see each other at the gate is because you, when you get off the plane, you just go into arrivals, which is a different building than departures. It's security. So you not, yeah, so you're not in like once you get off the plane, you are no longer in security zone. So you couldn't like switch from one plane to another in Key West because you have to go outside and back through security. I mean, you could do it on the tarmac, but the, I people would pay attention there are oh. sheriff's deputies out there <laughs> the cops would not allow that to happen nah. uh so anyway Ingo walked off the plane and like we waved at each other through the glass yeah this only works where where i was on the runway because if this were any other airport i'd be in like a jetway you just come off the jetway and i'd be standing there because it's a plane i'd be getting on and then i'd be able to give you a hug Oh, that would, because you're all in security zone until I leave it. But I leave yeah. it pretty much as soon as I leave the plane. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I did bring nacho fries and had them waiting for you in the car. Yes. It was not nearly as good as, as meeting you, but pretty good nacho fries. <laughs> <laughs> Delish. <laughs> um, I don't have anything for administrative corner this week. Do you have anything? 
Um, I love administrative corner. And I got to say, my definition of it is a little bit fuzzy. So I would say I have received a hopper plushie, and I hope others have too. Many, many people have. I know that's administrative. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. They're super cute. That thing is adorable. Yep. I suspect it may meet an untimely end. I'm looking at you, Remy, <laughs> at some point. But right now, that thing is adorable. Uh, adorable. Well, we're working on the design for the Vink plushie. Uh, version 3 just dropped tonight, and it looks pretty good. So it's close to final. So you may be able to pre-order your Vink plushies pretty soon. Does it come with different outfits like G.I. Joe or Barbie? Like airplane pilot vink or you know shark tamer vink or or you know great novelist vink <laughs> i would like to grant blanket permission to the crafty and creative friends of the squad to open etsy shops that sell accoutrement for the little stuffies <laughs> like so a little could... knit world war one ace helmet yeah or, you know flying ace vink little outfits <laughs> Little accessories. I mean, Vank has so many different roles. This just is this is just like American Girl doll potential. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Without the racism, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's a good one. Those are they're coming. I mean, I'll probably get seven or eight of those because it's Vank. Vank, he loves he's you my, most. He's Vank. my baby. I'm gonna pose her in all different outfits. <laughs> <laughs> mostly kidding. I'm mostly kidding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's get to dog updates then. Okay. Um, I am in Maryland with Cheddar Cheese, so it's kind of nice to not be here dogless. Um, yes. Cheddar is going, Ingo drove him up. He's going to his new foster home. He was supposed to go today, but they had something come up, so I get to keep him until tomorrow. So tomorrow evening, he's going to go to his new foster home. But there's a bunch of people who are um, starting to express interest. So he's either going to stay with them if they fall in love with him or... There's definitely people who will want him. He should have the best situation he, he deserves. He's I've, a good boy. Yeah, I feel a little sad because he's like slightly oh. discombobulated. You know, like he's been here, but he definitely was more comfortable in Florida. There's more um, corners in that house. <laughs> so many more corners in this house. Yeah. And he slept in the bed with me. He's he's way easier as like an only dog. Oh. And he did a great job sleeping in the bed with me last night. And then we were trying to come downstairs. And he doesn't <laughs> understand these stairs yet. So he got like his first two paws. And then he just leapt into the void. Like yeeted himself down the stairs. Unbelievable. I caught him though, and I was like, nee, 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 nee. <laughs> and then I had to like walk backwards down the stairs, holding him by his neck because he kept trying to just leap to the bottom. He's just—I think he's an impatient man. He—he—he he, uh, he did while I was there, before you were there with him. I was there <laughs> with him, and I was in the basement, you know, I, just around the corner, and I'd left the upstairs door open so he wouldn't feel alone, and I like pulled the erg from the wall, pretty much. And heard this commotion, turned around, and he's at the bottom of the stairs. Oh, honey. Half in the, half in the bookshelf. Uh, he must have done the same thing, which is like, one, two, I'm fine. Whee! <laughs> <laughs> That's dangerous. It was, it, he seemed fine. His, maybe his pride was hurt a little bit, but he seemed otherwise quite fine. Yeah. But I felt bad. I was like, man, nope, that door stays closed from now on, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're having a nice time, so... He's a, he's a good boy. He just wants to be close to you. 
Yeah, well, he has been. He's been snugged up with me all day. I think that's great. Yeah. Give him love. Oh, I am. So that's mm-hmm. the Cheddar update. Um, you want to do the Hopper Leg update? Yeah, Hopper's leg. What was it yesterday? I was giving Hopper a bath, shower, shampooing after swimming, and noticed that she had a big lump on her elbow. How many Uh-oh. elbow? The only elbow. The only the elbow. And I was like, oh, no, what? Could, it's like a big squishy lump. And it, you know, it just felt I was like, we've seen this movie before. This is some kind no. of infection or something. You know, it, 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 it's on the leg that had this before, too. And so I was like, oh, no. So I called the vet and they didn't have anything till tonight. Um, so I made an appointment. And then about three hours later, you and I talked and I looked at Hops again. She's, you know. She's like gnawing on it because it's so swollen. Uh, I was like, I'm bringing her in tonight. And luckily, we now have an emergency vet in Woo! Key West or in the Lower Keys. So yeah. you know, they were open. I brought her in at, I don't know, 10, 11, 10, 10. And then, uh, and it it does look like, I mean, they took some, some blood and pus that was coming out of there. They took a sample of what was coming out of there. Um, and the, the, I, we should know today what the kind of, germies are that are floating around in there um but it it looks like an abscess like an infection and so she's on antibiotics and they lanced it and it's wrapped and it's got like an antibiotic salve on it so we're we're you know trying to knock it back internally and externally um of course the problem is now she can't swim and she is not happy she is, no she will tell you she's not happy she was complaining to me today where Guac like you know went down the the ramp with his ball and Hops was just like whoa 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 in there. <laughs> I was like no 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 and Hops knew but she was not happy about it. Yeah, but yep. uh, pretty well wrapped and now she's got a sleeve on one of those leg sleeves that will keep her from chomping on it and also keeps the bandage from from slipping around too much. Yeah, and uh, she's going back to the vet tonight to get it relooked at and redrained and. Everything. Retreated. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we will see if I if we we're going to be flushing it or whatever. But yeah. poor Hops just can't seem to keep keep her, you know, her elbow pretty much infection free. This elbow, before she developed the cancer on the other side, we were here for the summer. It wasn't this past summer. It was the one before and we arrived in the RV and like the next day she couldn't walk and we thought she maybe banged it in the RV and she ended up spending like a couple days in the ER and having to go every day because she had an abscess in that elbow and it actually exploded when we were here like she was laying on the floor i had taken her to the emergency vet and they were like well you know we don't really i don't know and then i brought her <laughs> home and because wow. her leg was all swollen. The whole leg was swollen. Yeah, content and, warning. This gets even grosser. Yeah. Um, don't eat, but don't, not, not for lunch. Don't eat lunch. Never, never listen to this podcast at lunch. So she didn't have a lump, but her whole leg was swollen. And they're like, I don't know. Like, was, yeah. And and so, it was painful. It was painfully swollen. Oh, yeah. I mean, she was limping. Yeah. So we brought her home and she was laying on the ground, laying on the floor. And it's like midnight. And then I look over. <laughs> And then you just see like her leg explode and she, it made a popping sound and she was like, made a little yelp. And then there was like, 
uh, gunk everywhere. Uh-huh. And sounds like a horror movie, like uh, not yeah. a good one, but a horror movie. But she, I, th- she spent a couple, a few nights in the ER with like IV antibiotics, IV pain medicine. Yeah. Um, and they had it all wrapped, and I had to bring her in for bandage changes like over and over again. Um, and that was this same elbow. So who knows if this is related or not, but it is not yeah, her first It was problem. a weird thing where she had this, this was getting better. And then she got a lump on her other leg, her other elbow that turned out to be the cancer. It's just, it's like hops, man, yeah. your elbows. Yeah. Do you, do you like invite germs into them? Stop it. Don't Look hops. You can lose one, but you cannot lose two. No, she also can't limp now like a. Three-legged mm-hmm. stool. She cannot wobble or limp. Or hops. Yeah. So that's a hopper update. She's, she's keeping things interesting. Maybe she was bored. Maybe. No. Uh, the only other kind of minimal dog update is that uh, Remy has started on Prozac. So he's been on it, fluoxetine, for like a week now, probably. Yeah, maybe a few, maybe a little longer. Yeah. Yeah. Seems to be mellowing him a little bit, making him less anxious. I mean, it's less barking, less sort of, and the barking was just anxiety, right? When others were playing or when he couldn't get off the porch, you know, to swim or something. A lot of it yeah. was anxiety from that. So he has been better. He's not perfect. He still barks. But that's, yeah. he's perfect. I just mean, he's still kind of loud sometimes. Yeah. But he doesn't uh, seem, you know, any other negative effects. No, no, not at all. And I would say, like, you you left with Cheddar on, what, Sunday? Monday morning. Monday? Monday. And uh, the household was definitely calmer. Now, that could be that you left. (laughs) It could be because Cheddar (laughs) left. Could be just I'm extremely awesome. Ouch. Uh, Ouch. (laughs) Just saying. It was calmer. I almost never bark. (laughs) (laughs) um all right anything else for dog updates before we move um, on um looking around nope 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 everyone else is as as they are as they were as they are all right i have two items in ramblings excellent number one judge accepts insanity plea f- deal for florida man in face biting case wait this is a this is ramblings this is a taste of the keys no no this is fort lauderdale oh okay well it's pretty good pretty topical Face-biting case. Oh, Yep. A judge accepted a plea deal Monday for a man who randomly killed a Florida couple in their garage six years ago and then chewed on one victim's face. Oh, that victim did not ask for it. He pled not guilty by reason of insanity, and the judge accepted his plea, and so now he is being sent to a mental hospital for treatment. And to stop, keep him away from people's faces. Yeah. (laughs) But... We put muzzles on dogs if they bite people's faces. So maybe he should be kept away from society also because that's a bad tendency. He is he is in a secure mental facility now. Yes, so. I'm happy with this. This is there are movies about this and they're not they don't usually end well. The trial had been delayed by the pandemic, legal wrangling, and the dude's recovery from critical injuries suffered while drinking a chemical during the attack. He claimed he was fleeing a demon when the attack happened. So. I mean, I would like to hear the whole story about the demon, but but <laughs> be chew, chewing on anyone's face. Oh my God! Yeah, there that's true. Yeah, movie about this or isn't there? It probably was already. Who knows? 
Demonic right. Possession makes good movies. Yeah, there's plenty of those. Mm. All right, so that's that update. The other one is a woman sues Kraft claiming Velveeta macaroni preparation time is misleading. Did you see this story? No. Okay, so this is widely reported. The one I'm reading from here is from NPR. So a Florida woman is accusing oh. Kraft Heinz of misleading advertising based on the time it takes to prepare a single cup of microwavable mac and cheese. Mac and cheese, the, the cheese powder stuff. Yeah, but like, you know, they got like the cup version where you like peel the little top off and put some water in and then microwave it. Oh, well, wow. Yeah. Inst- instead of like the whole box that you cook on the stove. This is yeah, like microwave like cup. One serving. Exactly. Okay. Yes. While the company markets its Velveeta shells and cheese as being, quote, ready in three and a half minutes, Amanda Ramirez says that's only the amount of time each cup needs to be microwaved and that the actual preparation process from sitting in water to let the cheese sauce thicken takes longer, though her lawsuit did not specify how much longer. So she filed a 15-page class action lawsuit against Kraft saying that it says it take it's ready in three and a half minutes, but three and a half minutes is how long you have to cook it for. And obviously it takes longer than that because you have to like put this stuff in and stir it up and then like let it sit there to you know and cool and thicken up. So it's misleading. Man, I'm having all sorts of complicated reactions here. The first time it's, I've heard the story. Yeah. And this one sounds goofy, right? I don't think she's actually protecting anyone from anything. And this is not a terrible lie by Kraft, if this is true. If it's not actually ready, it wasn't ready in three and a half minutes. It wasn't quite ready. She said she would not have bought it had she known the truth. It's, I mean, shame on the lawyer that took this on, too, because the lawyers always make the most and the only money in class action lawsuits if they settle. I mean, I hope this goes away. But in general, we live in a country where you can only regulate by lawsuits. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. if Kraft put broken glass in their mac and cheese, no government agency would catch that. I'm not sure that's true. Well, if we're little small pieces, um, <laughs> and Kraft might get away with it, too, if it weren't for those meddling lawsuits. And you get a class action sometimes to, to get a company to change its behavior. It's a horribly inefficient system. But in a lot of cases, it's all we got. There, there are many especially sort of food issues that fall between the cracks of the regulatory agencies. You know, like the additives in food aren't really regulated directly. They're indirectly because they're not food. They're they're not chemicals. They're not drugs. Listen, Ingo, they said that they that while the microwaving takes three and a half minutes, that does not include the other steps that are to remove the lid and the cheese pouch to fill with water to the line and then after microwaving, to stir in the cheese. There's Those a, are not, not included in the three and a half minutes. I understand. There's a famous lawsuit that you uh, you read in law school about product safety and unreasonably dangerous products where someone sued a knife manufacturer because they cut themselves. And the judge judge's opinion basically said, you don't have to label a knife to say that it's sharp. You don't have to say this knife is sharp, right? <laughs> Yeah. And some things you just don't have to label. It's come on. You have to this, open a package to eat the stuff. Come on. This lady says that or this lawsuit says that the lady fully intends to purchase the same product again, quote, when she can do so with the assurance its representations 
our constituent with its abilities, attributes, and or composition. This is embarrassing, right? That some whoever brought this as a lawyer should be should should look inside their soul and and see that they're wasting their life. Well, she wants and, five million dollars, so. so I hope she gets nothing. I hope her lawyers get nothing but but abuse. But still, this kind of lawsuit there are there are lawsuits like this that are necessary and that I'm glad there are lawyers who bring them. But this doesn't seem to be one of them at all. Speaking this of the lawyers, yeah. a member of the legal team is Spencer Sheehan, a New York-based plaintiff attorney who in recent years has filed hundreds of lawsuits alleging marketing claims in food advertising and packaging. As NPR has reported, Sheehan files at a rate of about three lawsuits per week and, quote, his... Ooh, look at this big word here. <laughs> Prolificacy... Oh, that's not a word. That's cool. <laughs> I would have said prolificness. No. Prolificacy. His prolificacy has almost single-handedly caused a historic spike in the number of class action lawsuits against food and beverage companies, up more than 1,000% since 2008. I mean, he, first of all, you don't. You have to actually evaluate whether it, it's going to be a class action, right? Just because you file it as one doesn't mean it will be one. He has filed over 100 lawsuits alleging that various products from soda to soy milk market vanilla products that actually use synthetic vanilla or other flavors, either in addition to or instead of the more expensive vanilla bean. This is garbage. Like no one's I'm OK with lawsuits if someone's going to get hurt. Right. Or if you're actually getting ripped off money wise or something. But this is like it, it doesn't have actual vanilla in it. So it you can't call it vanilla. You should call it. That's vanilla. what he says. For Pete's sake, that's not, you don't need a lawsuit for that, guys. He also sued Frito-Lay for not using enough real lime juice in its Hint of Lime Tostitos chips. It's a hint. <laughs> and alleging that Kellogg misrepresents the amount of fruit in its strawberry Pop-Tarts. Oh, my God. How much is a hint? Dilly. Well, I, I can give you a, a link. in there, he's like, <laughs> I would like more of a hint. I would like a stronger hint. It says oh. a hint of lime. It, it says, the allegation, this is from the truthinadvertising.com, which may be his website. The allegation, misleading marketing that lime is a flavoring ingredient in the chips when the ingredients list reveals the chips do not contain any limes and the flavor comes from unspecified natural flavors. No, they just contain hints. It doesn't say lime. It's just the hints. Oh, here's a class action against Ruffles cheddar and sour cream potato chips, which are, as you know, one of my favorites. Doesn't actually have sour cream, or it does? It's actually light sour cream, and they should say that. A class action lawsuit was filed against Frito Lay for allegedly failing to properly label Ruffles, Ruffles cheddar and sour cream potato chips as artificially flavored on the front of the bags, in violation of California state law. Plaintiffs also claim the company hides the artificial butter and cheddar cheese flavors in the chips by including unspecified artificial flavors in the ingredients list. Mm. So it says does say artificial flavors in the ingredients list, but it's not on the front. Come on. I mean, I, look, there may this is one of those things. Technically, there may be legal merit to this, right? The California law can be could be very strict. But again, we have bigger problems as a start with the important stuff. You know, not the not the lucrative stuff, I guess. Hey, here, here is a list of things that he has sued. I, I'm assuming this is his website. Uh, baked, so baked and regular Ruffles cheddar and sour cream potato chips, all Frito Lay food products, 
What did he allege with these? This case was dismissed with prejudice. Um, I don't know. Some st- labeling stuff. Frito-Lay pretzels, Lay's potato chips, Fritos, and other Frito-Lay snacks. Frito-Lay all-natural bean dip, salt and vinegar potato chips. Oh, my God. He's got a lot. I understand that salt and vinegar potato chips may not have as much salt and as much vinegar as they say. Maybe they don't even have vinegar. Oh, my. That's a bit <laughs> pearl clutching. Well, there you go, Ingo. That's that's legal news. Well, it's it's embarrassing for my profession. Just embarrassing. You ready for Taste of the Keys? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for Taste of the Keys, but go ahead. I well, don't think I can be ready. Speaking of snack foods, man arrested for trying to steal food truck. <laughs> See, this is good. Dream big, dude. Dream big. A 42-year-old Mountain View, Arkansas man was arrested Monday for attempting to steal a Key Largo food truck. (laughs) Stephen Wayne McClellan was charged with attempted grand theft of a motor vehicle, possession of amphetamine, and possession of drug paraphernalia. I'm shocked that meth is involved in this case. I bet the meth was in him. (laughs) That's the possession. (laughs) The sheriff's office responded to a parking lot and the... Uh, 10,100 block of Overseas Highway at approximately 6 a.m. Witnesses reported seeing a man acting erratically while driving around a food truck. Witnesses <laughs> stated it looked like he was trying to steal the food truck. But he was dep- driving around it in like a circle. Yeah, when deputies <laughs> arrived, the suspect, identified as McClelland, was backing his vehicle up to the food truck. He admitted he was attempting to steal the food truck. Ingo, what day is it? It was not. Shut the fuck up Friday. It for- sure as fuck was. Every day is shut the fuck up Friday. You know, you know what they ha- would have had on him if he hadn't admitted? Nothing. Yep. Backing he was just up backing to up to the truck. truck. Is not a crime. Admitting you're going to steal a food truck? Actually, also not a... He hasn't done anything, but... you know, now they can He's charged with attempted grand theft because he's like, I am attempting to grand thieve right now. Yeah, and before he, <laughs> before he explained that to the cops, they really had nothing. A glass pipe with a small amount of amphetamine was found in his possession. He was taken to jail. Yeah, they're gonna they overcharge him, and then he'll plead to something lesser. And you know, it's all the system is. I wonder. I just wonder what his next plan was. Like, Guys, is, was it profits? Uh, I like, mean, it was probably have a snack. But he was gonna tow it away. <laughs> and then it and away. he's like, "There's so many snacks in here. <laughs> I'm gonna make food for myself. It's a food truck. I make food. I'm gonna eat food." I think he just was going to have the food. He wasn't going to make it. He just assumed that it's already in there made and just comes out. He's going to be disappointed when it's got a bunch of frozen brown meat in it. (laughs) Well, so two lessons from this is one, don't try to steal food trucks. And two, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I mean, it may not make as good a story, but the police report that says he was illegally backing up in a parking lot and also had meth on him is less interesting. You won't be the main character on twitter if that happens now you're not going to jail for long if you're backing up erratically no but if you're telling the cops about your grand plans to commit crimes you know they're going to try to get you man arrested for fleeing we have a second taste of the keys like a flea circus um no no (laughs) he wasn't a flea he was fleeing oh Oh, okay got it (laughs) a 38 year old ocala florida man on the stand-up electric scooter, was arrested Wednesday after fleeing from deputies and then jumping in the water. 
Jose Jr. Is this one of those lime scooters, those like bo- boards with the two little wheels on each end? Like yes. A, I, I mean, I don't board. know that it's Lion brand, but yeah, a scooter like that. It's not a Vespa scooter. Yeah. No, no, no. Stand on, stand on scooter. Okay. Jose Jr. Vigil, Vigil was charged with fleeing and eluding, resisting arrest, possession of marijuana, and possession of drug paraphernalia. He crossed US-1 on Stock Island at approximately 2.47 a.m. on a scooter with no lights. Deputies attempted to stop him as he traveled south towards Key West on the sidewalk. He refused to stop for deputies and continued to drive to a hotel near the entrance of Key West where he fled on foot. So you go over the Cowkey Bridge, you guys, and then there's like a stoplight there. So you go over the Cowkey Bridge and then you're on Key West, the island, and there's a stoplight right there. But just before the stoplight, you can turn into, I don't know what it is, the Hilton Hyatt. There's some hotel right there and that's where he went. Yeah, yeah. Suites, garden suites. Yeah. Um, deputies attempted to shock him with a taser but were not successful and I just want to add that fleeing from a deputy on scooters I don't think in any circumstances justifies tasing you could just let him go away yeah they, they shouldn't uh, they shouldn't have those toys if they don't know when to use them they attempted or, or how because they were not successful in tasing <laughs> him so good job uh, dude uh, avoiding tasing I got kudos he then jumped into the water and refused to come out. See, this is where he should have swam away. He might I'm have kidding. had a shot if he just swum. A responding Key West for Remy. <laughs> a responding Key West police officer convinced him to just get out of the water. And that's good. That's good. Uh, sort of negotiation tactics. I gotta say. A small amount of marijuana and multiple plastic baggies were found in his possession. He was taken to jail. His bail, I looked this up in another article, his bail is $40,000. That seems really ridiculous. But for what, having marijuana probably in him uh, and some baggies on him and riding a scooter recklessly, crossing the street improperly. This sounds Mm -hmm. a little shady, a little overly enthusiastic by the cops. he He didn't hurt anyone. He didn't steal anything. He did not damage any property. No. Um, doesn't deserve to be tased for that, bro. He, he doesn't deserve to be chased and tased and have to post forty thousand dollars bail. I mean, the guy's gonna stay in jail, jail till he's, he has a hearing. Yep. Um. Yeah. So that's disappointing. This, this sounds like the kind of police activity you'd see in big cities instead of little keys here. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, there you go. Those are my stories. And go. Yeah. Excellent. Do you have German word of the week? Uh, I do. It's uh, it's apropos of nothing. Um, unrelated to everything. I wish I could be topical and have some, you know, World Cup related sad word about failing, but but I don't have any. <laughs> What's um, a German word for loser? What's a German <laughs> word for not advancing to the knockout round? Usually it was Americans, but it's a topsy turvy <laughs> world this year. <laughs> Usually it was like, well, at least we're better than the Americans, but not this year. No. So go USA. I'm using the blue passport now. Um, The word of the the German word of the week was suggested by a friend of the pod. Squad. Squad. Friend of the squad and the pod. Zahnstocher. Which means tooth poker, which (laughs) means toothpick. But to stochen is the like when you when you like poking in a fire, 
you know, mm-hmm. like poking the ashes, you're stochering, stochering in the sh- like stoking, stoking, stoking would be the English kind word. of yeah, like poking, stoking. Um, but Zahnstocher is the is the word, and it's not slang, right? That is the word for a toothpick, where you're poking around in your teeth with a little. That's a good word. Zahnstocher. Yeah. Oh, I hear uh, Remy licking your face. That's Remy because he hasn't had dinner yet. He's still waiting for his real dinner. He had the fake. He's like, that was fake. That was just broccoli. Yes, yes, that's how we play it. That's how we play, Remy. Yeah. That's how we play. Are we on ramblings? Do we have ramblings? Did you have ramblings? Did I, miss I did my ramblings, but now it's Ingo Corner, so you can do whatever you want. Yeah, here's a little story. Are you ready yeah. for a little story? I'm ready. All right. Hit me. You don't even know this story yet. No. No. You know how we had that kneeling chair? Yes, it was a chair with like, you'd no put back. your knees on it, no back, and then like a little platform for your butt. Very popular among hackers in the 90s. It's supposed to be good for your core, I thought. Yes, because I lived through the 90s. I was not a hacker, but but this thing was one of the early. Now you have standing desks, and it, there may actually be some some science behind all this stuff. But back then, it's just like this thing. You rest your shins on the bottom part, and then you kind of spend your butt, and, and you're just your back is unsupported. So it's supposed to like keep you keep all the core engaged I, I tried it i really wanted it to work i tried it. it did not work i did not like it no it hit me that well and i just ended up slouching just in a slightly different way so i don't think my core my core got engaged <laughs> so you were like all right fine we don't need it then if you don't want it i don't want it we, we don't need it so you put it at the curb uh, as one does because yes some people like to pick up stuff and our... everything i put at the curb gets gleefully taken by somebody yeah and i think I it's great I have some insight into that, perhaps. Um, mm. This, so yeah, our trash could be someone's treasure because it was in good shape. It wasn't, wasn't yeah. bad. It, stood, it was out there, not during any storms or anything. So it wasn't, you know. So, but it disappeared. And we're like, oh great, you know, whatever. Someone, someone is now trying to improve their their yeah. cost with the seat. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I was out there the other day because Remy was barking at the gate. And our wonderful neighbor that we refer to a little disrespectfully as crazy lady. Don't call her wonderful. Yeah, I know. Nothing good about that lady. No. I mean, she's been... No, she could be worse. She's been nice to us, but, but she's... She crazy. bikes up in her bike. Um, she sold her car or gave away her car. And she goes, hey, that chair, does that work? I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I said, "You What? And she goes, the one you had out here, you know, does it work? Because I got it. And I, I want to, you know, I set up my, my office and, and it's like she doesn't have an office. She has like the dry part of her house that she like works on her lawsuits against the state of Florida. on. Well, that's exactly what she does there. And yeah. our dogs um, and us. Yeah. So so she is taking all our stuff, Jen. Oh, I know. She's got an old desk of mine up there, too. She tells me every time she takes something. Yeah. Well, she, she told us that she's like, does it work? I said. Well, I it's mean, a it's, chair. It's I mean, what it does. It doesn't have a back because it's not supposed to. It, it's it's in the shape that it's supposed to be in, but it sucks. <laughs> it's like, well, I just want to know because I want to set up this thing. How's the big white dog? How's that beach dog? I love him. And she means Brody. She loves. So, I mean, redeeming beach quality is she loves Brody. So that's good. But so she's taking our stuff, Jen. Ingo, we've talked about this because sometimes I'm like, listen, I'm not going to put this thing out here because then crazy lady's going to take it. And it she's just is not I don't mind her taking our stuff, but it just it sometimes gets complicated. She's got an old bed frame of ours that I had to help her well, carry over there. Yeah, I just feel like if it yeah. breaks, 
come over here and be like, yeah, your bread's <laughs> broke. Hey, Absolutely. Crap. Like, yeah, I don't want strings attached. I want to give it away. No, no, I never deal with it again. Yeah. Well, I no, I know. She's got a lot of our old stuff over there. I remember when she wasn't here and we put our like patio furniture out and the UPS guy took it and he was super happy. It was like, great. That was good. That was a good engagement because he's not coming back to bitch at us for like it rusting. <laughs> no, his, his, I mean, it was like it needed some work and he's like he told me later he's like oh yeah my wife like sanded it all down and she got like new cushions for it and it's great like thanks so much it was nice and we were like this is this is a good situation and then she came moving back in and now it's been like everything just ends up over there in a big pile of wet gooey wood (laughs) (laughs) so so there you go that's my little rambling story of how you know, this having weird neighbors makes it much harder to be to be normal. My <laughs> assumption when we put that chair out there is that she was going to take it. And I was well, correct. You were right that she took it and you were right that she made sure that we knew she took it. Yep. Both things seem to be important to her. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, anything else for Ingo Corner? Ingo Corner? Yes. We're in Ingo Corner, we in Ingo Corner now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we did talk about this before the crazy lady story. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. uh, I do have. I just want to make <laughs> that <laughs> this is every lawyer gets up in front of a judge and says, "Just briefly, Your Honor," and then goes on. <laughs> yeah. So I think I just I just want to make a comment is kind of my my problem my trigger there where like I'm going to be talking for like a while. I I'm not really. <laughs> But I'm, I'm sad about Nacho and Cheddar. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were going to talk about lawyers, and I was like, I mean, <laughs> uh, you can talk about whatever you want, but that's a real departure. Just verbal ticks that don't mean what they mean. That, okay. That don't mean what they, what I think they mean. But <laughs> I'm sad about not that that not working out. Yeah, me too. Um, but we really, you know, we did, we do, we have always said we will foster dogs. Who, who are dead-end dogs and no one else wants. And we will sort of do the best for them that we that we can, right? And it's, we had a long run of fosters that we didn't adopt. Many. we found like the perfect situation for them and, and the situation here wasn't great for them. Yeah. And then we had a, a run of dogs where it was just like either nobody else wanted them because they were so broken Um. And so we, we, we sort of adopted them by default um, or they just fit in really well. Yeah. Right. And some combination of that. But it was a weird, almost unbalanced run, too, because we weren't really uh, adopting out during the pandemic either. True. Though I wanted to keep all those but, dogs. You're so kidding? Votes really, the best. Yeah. Big picture. This is actually kind of nothing unusual it just happens to be two dogs where they could the situation for them would be better somewhere else and and you know for various reasons neither neither nacho nor cheddar are bad dogs at at all they're great dogs and and you know and deserve the best situation they can and it wasn't going to really happen here because you know stress and they weren't going to get enough attention and you know various reasons but but I, I'm trying to remind myself that this adopting them out is normal 
and it's actually more representative of what we've been doing for the past few years than just keeping all comers right that's true yeah um and it doesn't mean we will not foster and adopt in the future either it's not a failure it's just a it's just kind of sad i you know i'll miss those guys yeah me too yeah. though it, the household is clearly functioning better without oh yeah I saw, and i think nacho's happier too i mean not that he computer, us, yeah. it was just like get out <laughs> typing get out get out get out like just pages, pages of it it was crazy oh, it was a oh, very oh. the shining like activity yeah that yeah. is crazy man um i mean she's she's clearly ready to be the only dog again <laughs> <laughs> bang so that's all I had. I'm just putting it in perspective because I do, I do feel bad that it was these two dogs in close succession that were, that were adopting out or you know that we're not going to keep fostering or adopting. But it is it is normal and especially it's best for them. Yeah, you know, for they're, sure. They're going to thrive somewhere else, and it and it's not fair to the other dogs. I mean, even Guac gets kind of jealous and sad if we spend too much time with every other dog and not him. So our gang will be happier if, if you know, we keep the core group together. I had a phone call with Michael, the trainer today. Yeah. Not about any of our dogs, though. Uh, my therapist's dog is going to spend two weeks doing board and train with Michael, the trainer, starting on Saturday. Like <laughs> I, I referred to him. I was like, Michael, you're training my therapist dog. And he's like, and I was like, said the dog's name. And he's like, that's your therapist. And I was like, yeah, I know I wouldn't tell you. But yes, I'm like, I sent him to you because he's like. <laughs> My dog got a bad report card. Who's your trainer again? <laughs> so, bad report card in doggy daycare, right? Yeah. So uh, anyway, I, was t- I wasn't talking to him about my therapist dog either, which is none of my business. Uh, but I was talking to him about other stuff. And he was asking how Nacho was doing in his new home because he knows the whole cycle. And yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, he's really happy. He gets along with everybody. There's no tension. Like, you know, he definitely is thriving more in a, you know, in that house than in ours. And you know michael was great and he's just like you did so much it's great that he was trained you know he's like guac is a a needy and active dog and it's really hard to have more than one dog like that and man did nacho have a lot of energy (laughs) you know kind (laughs) of just like yeah you know it's great that you tried but like it would be really hard to have two dogs like that and you know not to mention remy in the mix because he you know michael's trained all of them yeah, uh, Guac and, and Nacho really had a had a thing going where they would encourage each other, kind of. Mm, oh, for sure, yeah. Rile, rile each other up and, and swim around, you know, with each other. And it, it was fine. It tired them out, but it was exhausting for the environment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's hard. If it And if they were, like, the only two dogs, you'd just be like, all right, well, we got two crazy dogs. Right. And, but, it, you know, we're trying to keep people from getting stomped on and keep, four other dogs happy and And then hopper's unhappy because she's not in the water and it's just it it was a it was a lot of yeah unhappiness generated that doesn't have to be i mean not that's right paradise right now and and cheddar will find his paradise too totally yeah anything else for ingo corner nope that's it all right everyone well hops has to go to the vet anyway her appointment's in like half an hour yeah come on limpy oh yeah so uh you're just slower hopping. <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Slava Ukraini. And don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. 